Hey everyone, this is RJ, host of The Popsicle. Before you watch this first ever episode of this new show, I am here from the future <laughs> to tell you that uh, every fifth episode of the show will be a book review. So for the fifth episode that is coming out on March 4th, we will be reading Rachel Bloom's book, I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are this one right here. So make sure you grab a copy. I'll post a link on the description of this video so you can buy uh, a copy. And uh, we'll see you in four episodes to talk about this book. All right, on to the show. Hello and welcome everyone. Uh, my name is RJ from RJ's Food Rocks and this is the first ever episode of The Popsicle, which is a sweet new show where our guests and I lap up what's new in pop culture. And today we have a very special guest for our first ever episode. She's an actor. She's a voiceover artist. She's an author of the book On the Isle of Sound and Wonder. She's a podcast pro under the One Shot Podcast Network. And most importantly, she's my very good friend. It's Allie Grauer. Hey, RJ. Thanks for having me. You made me sound so important. So today in the Popsicle, we will be unwrapping Blackpink, the album. In your area. In my area. Is Blackpink in, in your in area? In your area, in my area. Um, Blackpink is the, the highest charting the. female Korean act on the Billboard 100. And the album is the first ever album by a Korean girl group to sell more than a million copies which is Hell crazy. Yeah. Um, they are a girl group formed by YG Entertainment, and they consist of four members, Jenny, Lisa, Jisoo, and Rosé. So my K-pop personal history, I actually came into it more back in high school. I was actually more of a J-pop girl I because I okay. played Kingdom Hearts. Obviously, I was obsessed with Utada Hikaru, and, like, and that kind of just like spiraled me. And then I became a, a theater nerd. So then <laughs> the K-pop just like disappeared. You had to quit one of your weird nerd I niches know. and we exchange it for a new one. So I swapped K-pop for Sondheim, and now we're here. Somewhere, Steve is shaking his head fervently and yeah. doesn't know why. He's like, what is a Jisoo? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I didn't get back into K-pop, honestly, until Blackpink. And mm -hmm. the f I mean, my first instance with, K with Blackpink was there was this viral video going around of this little boy. And this little boy was so excited for Blackpink. He was like, yes, oh my God, Blackpink. And then like started doing the choreography and was just like, look at Rosé. She looks so good. Da -da -da -da. And this is like a <laughs> six-year-old. <laughs> And so like that kind of became like an iconic gay Twitter moment. And so I was like, Great. okay, I need to find out who this Blackpink is. And that's how it right. started. Yeah. How did your Blackpink uh, fandom start? Awakening? Yeah. <laughs> I feel that my descent into Blackpink and K-pop was inevitable because the, uh, the, the first concert I ever went to live was NSYNC. Oh. Um, and somebody's probably written like a master's thesis on this, um, that there is something... Like, I don't know what the right word would be, um, infectious, sexy, whatever, about um, a group of people doing the same thing at the same time. And that specifically refers to choreography, in my opinion. It's why river dance was a big thing in the 90s. It's why people love, um, like, line dances at weddings, right? Like, there's something primal about a bunch of people doing the same thing at the same time, especially when it, like, feels good with the music, right? 
Um, I mean, I guess that's that's all dance, but not just dance. I feel like it's true of other things, too. Um, marching band. Um, <laughs> I feel the way I feel about K-pop, the way lots of people feel about Critical Role, okay. which is a, um, for the listeners who may not know, is a, um, a, a increasingly larger budget uh, streaming production of professional voice actors who are friends and play D&D together on yeah. stream. Critical Role is wildly successful. So a lot of nerds or nerd adjacent people feel about Critical Role that it's a big thing. The people who really love it really Really love love it. it. Um, And the people who don't love it do not love it at all. Um, But a lot of people who haven't gotten into it are nervous to dip their toes in because there's so much backlog. Yeah, totally. Um, So a lot of people just don't get involved because it's too big of an undertaking. And I feel that way about K-pop. There's so many groups and there's so much music yeah. and there's so many different like different versions of the music video and the dance only and the lyrics only <laughs> and the live performances and the concerts and the the YouTube series yeah. and like how do you and where do you and yeah. is it too late for me? And then Blackpink happened and I was like, mm, no, I get it. So on Netflix, they also dropped a documentary called Black Pink Light Up the Sky, where you got to learn about like each individual story of of the girls and how they got into YG and how the whole group basically started. And me, that was really my first introduction to it. Like I listened to a couple of songs and then I watched the documentary and I was like, wow, I am sold. These girls are like super interesting. And there's there's an interesting thing of like, they're just like normal girls, but when they're on stage, it's like pop, pop, doot, doot. Like it's, it's so, so crazy. yeah. <laughs> From a visual perspective, too, it's so overwhelming if you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, totally. Um, like definitely, all the music is very catchy and very like cutting edge and modern, and mm-hmm. and you know, Blackpink has the addition of like they rap in the middle. Yeah, of it, and totally. they're like good at it. Yeah. Um, but that uh. I mean, it, watching through all their music videos yeah. puts me back to the dawn of Gaga. <laughs> yes! Be, how, how she yes. showed up and everyone was like, um, why is she wearing Yes, that? yeah, totally. Like, it's like the essence of pop, like, truly in its, like, form of just, like, we're just here to have fun in, like, a full, colorful expression. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because it's everything, right? Yes. It's the whole package. It's the... The singing, the dancing, the theming, the costuming, the makeup, the wigs, the, you know, it's it's so many different the crossovers. Wigs. The wigs the change wigs. from like scene to scene. I know. I know. Made me want to go buy like six right now. Like I know. It's like, not? first of all, like, it's like Lisa has long red hair in one scene and then has like short black hair on the other. It was like, oh my God, they are just throwing them around. Well, and, and and truly, like from a Western uh, uninitiated perspective, I yeah. was like, "Wait, how many of them are there?" Yeah, I know. I know. Oh man, it's, it's like, just because it, they they blend so well together as a group. The four Ugh. of them. I'm gonna say right off the bat, bops, pure pop, bops, <laughs> pure jams, and like injected I, into my veins. Truly, like, it's just like the music is so obviously it's like filtered down to be like. These are the elements that make this not only like super catchy, like super earwormy, but also like just like 
it just it's it's ugh, it's just like of the time like lovesick girls is my favorite song uh, in the entire right? album oh my god <laughs> it's just so good and like it's funny because we've talked about it like the music video is one identity and then the dancing is another identity and then the song yes. itself is another and i feel like yeah watching all three like let's just say lovesick girls like the dancing is so it's just like methodical and it's like everything is like boop heart like it's just so like precise yeah. but like you watch the music video and it's so like just they're ethereal. like, yeah. like emotional <laughs> like yeah oh that's interesting God. that you that you're pointing out like that there are separate identities yeah. for the different ways they can like spin it yeah. as a piece of media to be interacted with. One of the things that struck me in like actually sitting down like with headphones on and just listening to the album yeah. um, all the way through for the first time instead of just putting how you like that on repeat <laughs> for three days. Um, that one of the things that really stuck out to me uh, as somebody who really doesn't know a ton about K-pop in general still mm-hmm. um, is that some of the songs feel very much like separate songs squished together like some yes! of the, some of the songs some yes! of the tracks have like like the chorus has or, or the the first verse has this vibe mm-hmm. the bridge has this vibe the chorus is like six blocks so down the completely road the different left. different like, song yeah. and then they come back and the second verse has a different feel yeah and totally. then there's like a second bridge and the second bridge is like the first bridge but like inverted yeah and then the final chorus is totally different from the first chorus and then there's like a post chorus that happens <laughs> on some of the track it's like the structurally it is wild it's, it's like a roller coaster that you can't see yeah and it's like, two minutes it's a two minute song <laughs> yeah like it's almost like training yeah. you to be like you never know what's coming next which is good like because i yeah. feel like there is a saturation a little bit of like music sometimes especially like what you play in the radio Honestly, Blackpink has done so much for the onomatopoeia. The market? Tr- truly. It's like, I have never seen, I've never heard so many like <laughs> doot doot doots and bada beeps and splish splash. <laughs> like truly, like the onomatopoeia hive is eating good with Blackpink. <laughs> it's oh so gosh. good. You're right though. Yeah. Like, and it's amazing because like, so, like you said, we're here to have fun. Yeah. Like, they're here to have fun. Yeah. They're here to make fun. Um, but, like, their ability and, like, the audacity <laughs> to use so much onomatopoeia <laughs> so seriously. Like, so So seriously. Absolutely. Oh, it just, it hits you. And it goes back yeah. to that primal thing of, like, yeah, a- absolutely. Doom, do, do, do. Do, 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 Uh-huh. I get it. I also love Ice Cream. That's one of my favorite songs, too. Listen, it's so <laughs> damn catchy. It is. That's the, the most I heard it, I was like, oh, Okay, that's that's pretty. Th- I mean, ice cream also feels more like it could have been, um, maybe someone else's song. Uh, maybe a more Western artist. It fits in more with what you were saying about like the the way Western songs are produced and structured. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And then I heard it like a third time, and I was like, this is upsettingly catchy. Like an ice cream truck could play it and it would not be out of place. Like it would make sense for this annoyingly catchy, it's but also definitely really dirty yes. like ice cream song. It's so, that song, it, it really is. It's an ice cream truck anthem. Like it can keep it playing on repeat and you wouldn't even know that it's like. You wouldn't know. 
No. They did that on purpose. Yes. Ugh. They did that on purpose. Selena Gomez has never looked better. It is truly the best <laughs> she has ever looked. Uh, there's like accessories and stuff that feel extremely 90s kid, yeah. which I'm very into. Yeah. I love Jisoo's voice so yes. much. It's yes. so warm and like, mm-hmm. I want her to, <laughs> this is so stupid. I want her to <laughs> sing like Send in the Clowns. Like I want her to <laughs> I, I was gonna say like okay so if we're picking karaoke tracks right yes now, yeah um i i want her to sing i won't say i'm in love from hercules very big meg energy very mm-hmm. meg jenny was almost like the star or like how they were leading because she had like her own mm-hmm. solo track too but like the album is very rose featured i feel like yeah and it's almost like yeah. are they playing around with like they think Rosé has more like international appeal than Jenny. I don't know. Like if you, I mean, if you look, I'm sure if you look at other K-pop groups, there are distinct decisions being made about that kind of thing. Um, but like referencing the only uh, experience that I have with this is that, uh, you know, in the early days of NSYNC, uh, it was very clear that like JC was going to be like the lead guy and Justin was only featured on the tracks as big as he was because he was so young and because he was so good. Um, like they, I think they intended cause JC had more experience and he was a little bit older that like JC was supposed to be the front man. Right. And then Justin was supposed to be like his younger foil or whatever. And then as things went on, it became extremely clear that Justin was it. not, they yeah. couldn't not have JC sing a verse, but yeah. like it had to be about Justin. Yes. <laughs> like, otherwise, we're going to lose everything. Yeah. Because that's just how it was. Right. And then, of course, it's extremely telling that one of them went on to have a <laughs> fine and storied career. Fruitful career. I definitely feel like the decision, there was a decision made that like Rose is our Western like audience grab Mm -hmm. because she definitely has more of that vibe she's like like if you watch the documentary she's the one that like writes music she's the one playing guitar like she's the like she's the sarah morales of black (laughs) (laughs) Uh, rose starring in waitress (laughs) you said said guitar and i went michelle branch well yeah that's true and let's just say it lisa's the coolest it's not even a competition lisa's the coolest it's not even a competition It's not fair. It's not like, fair how cool she is. I I love Lisa. Um, she's very cool. I like. I just so. <laughs> it's uncomprehendable how cool it's Lisa not, is. It's not. It's not fair. It's like, not fair at all. No, because she's like yeah, a I, fraction I, of our age. <laughs> she's the coolest. Every person. time she raps, I'm like. <sighs> It's so effortless yeah. and it's so, because um, like at first I was like, oh, okay, there's a rap section because yeah. I mean, I'm white and I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of interesting music, to be honest. Um, but so I was like, oh, okay, they rap. And then I was like, oh, they're good at it. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Dang. They are not kind of good at everything. Like they're really good at everything. Yeah. And I, I watched their music videos and I watched like their dance videos and I'm thinking like, it's wild to me that they, you know, are as young as they are and they are like when they started even that they 
had the capacity to not just sing like really well mm-hmm. um but to have all of that stacked at once do yeah. you know what i mean yeah like the costuming and the performance attitude and the choreography which is not easy not easy and at all that's like part of it yeah it has to be difficult it otherwise it's not hard. interesting yeah and um and that they're out there literally working their butts off mm-hmm. and they make it look so easy yeah. they make it look totally effortless the yeah. choreography and the singing and the rapping and just like the way that they're able like they could be costumed in anything yeah and make it look like expensive and high fashion and you know what i mean yeah. it's wild to me how capable they are in those multiple respects it's like i mean it it truly is like a real like there's that trope of of like korean and japanese culture where it's like idol making and this is truly it like this is we're watching this is it. it this is it that's it <laughs> so as much as we love how sweet popsicles are when they start melting they get a little sticky so Let's talk about the sticky. The, there's no buttons in the songs, right? Like they just end. And I don't know if that's like a specific K-pop thing. Yeah. And they're so short. And I don't know if that's just like so that you can just, they're made to stream. So it's like you can just keep streaming the album or the songs over and over again. Maybe Their that's heart just, rates are like 196 BPM while they're performing. That's true. That like be part of it. That's true. When they're actually dancing it, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> this can't be any Dance, longer. Dance, sing, rap. Do not lip sync, especially when you're expecting a button as a Western listener. Yes, like, exactly. I feel like ice cream is really the only main one that does a button because you hear Jesus say ice cream <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, but everything else kind of just like either like has a trail off. Like even in how you like that, it just do 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 do. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's so good. Maybe it's just my personal preference, but I prefer the poppier version. The poppy songs of the album than the harder songs. I yeah. feel like Pretty Savage is right in the middle. Not really a fan of Crazy Over You and Love to Hate Me. <laughs> but that's just me. I, I got nothing. I don't like this song. After Lovesick Girls, it's like, okay, and the rest. like. <laughs> and we need a couple more songs. Yeah, Can it's we like, just like wrap that up? We yeah, just got to fill this up. What, do, what, what have we got? Great for crazy over you i wrote it has a similar vibe to to pretty savage yeah like the message feels similar yeah. and like the the tune feels similar um but maybe a little more overt mm-hmm. than pretty savage which i don't necessarily think does it any favors yeah um i also wrote it this reminds me of when pussycat dolls released buttons and it was the vibe for every fan-made music video ever on youtube as well as your weekly heels dance class or pole class yes Every That's fan video like. on YouTube had a Pussycat Doll song in it. Absolutely. I made one. Mm-hmm. I've made many. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been like, there, girl. Crazy Over You has the same kind of attitude that like that's what they were reaching for. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they accomplish it possibly only because the other uh, songs Savage is a are song. so good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're yeah. doing the prompt. They're, they're It's a prompt song. <laughs> it's a prompt Right. The prompt was Pussycat Dolls. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like the onomatopoeia is is least effective in Crazy Over You because it's just used to create the hook. But it's not mm-hmm. like how it's used in other songs where it's like a bonus. Like, right. You know, where it's like 
the sprinkles. Yes, like do 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 like at the end of how you like that because you don't expect yeah. it and you're just like yeah like by the time yeah. you're bought yeah. in and you're singing along. It's just, it doesn't really work for me. It sounds like a filler. It sounds like the B tracks of like, of like a Britney or like a Katie yes. or like a Gaga, you know, it's just like. Like the one that we literally like take off of the playlist because we don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Gaga's Summer Boys. No, I love Summer Boys. <laughs> I know it's a bad song. I am fully aware that Summer Boy is not good. What do you think of the final song of the album, the quote-unquote ballad? Okay, this is what I wrote. Are you ready? Also not my favorite track on the album. Feels like a breakup song. Feels like a this is the real me montage in a rom-com. <laughs> I think it would have been successful if it was just Jisoo singing it because I want her to sing ballads. <laughs> hey, that's fair. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And that's that's also possible that it may be that like the ones that don't really work for us are are don't work for us because mm-hmm. it's overproduced yeah. or they, you know, they went left instead of right or whatever. Like it could be any number of things. One of the lyrics that I absolutely hate from Betuana cuz they say yes. give me an yes, all night it. hug. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you know what it is. You know what an all night hug is. I literally wrote, RJ, I literally wrote, give me an all night hug. What a cute idiom. <laughs> what a cute way of saying that. If my husband ever says, give me an if all night hug. my husband <laughs> he ever tells me to give him an all night hug, he's out. <laughs> I mean, but come on. Like, the only reason it's there as a lyric is because they're skirting the lines of what's considered proper for them to sing and rap about, right? Like, that's also cardi's on the track also cardi's on the track so it's okay that's about as far as they could go yeah like that's it oh my god well to wrap up our black pink the album um my little wrap up byline is that it is a good introduction of black pink i feel like um even though it did feel like a little bit of like a western audience pandering which is very fair like because they blew up in coachella and through gaga they wanted to do something that I felt like was palatable for our our poor Western ears. Poor and I, Western yes, ears. and that definitely felt like that was the purpose and the intent, and they were successful. I do feel like their earlier music was so much more unhinged in its K-popiness. Yeah, unhinged is a great word. I, I did want to say that Pretty Savage um, has incredible power behind it as a song i think uh they lead us in with a discordant piano which gives us like oh no are they are they bad guys now are they the are they the bad guys now um and then they have like that purr sound that they all do which is like oh no this they're not they're not necessarily the bad guys they're just gonna they're gonna destroy you slowly and enjoy it this song is like being in high school after your spring musical jammed into an upperclassman's car driving across town to get shitty diner food late at night while still wearing your sick show makeup and wearing your new outfit from the mall yeah full ben nye face like just finished singing three bucks two bags one me headed to denny's (laughs) going to the denny's like in the backseat of the van uh, and just screaming pretty savage pretty pretty savage (laughs) in the back seat like yeah. and then you and then you 
And then, yeah, and then you pull into the Denny's and you park the van and you, you slide the door open and everybody comes out in slow motion and like pops their collars as yeah. they walk into the Denny's and yeah. like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. the vibe. The whistle at the end is so good of them all them it whistling. Is. And, and yes, it is. Also, like, <laughs> I felt like I should be angry revenge weightlifting to that song. <laughs> You know yes, what I mean? Like, yeah. if we're talking about, like, if the, the aspects of this album are rom-com tropes, like, yeah. that's the angry revenge, yeah. like, get fit, like. I, I propose a, a full K-pop uh, rom-com where the music is all Blackpink. Honestly, they could do it, too. They're all, they're all beautiful. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely. So the recipe that I came up for Blackpink, because it's called the Popsicle, might as well make a black pink popsicle so i made a raspberry popsicle um with so it's raspberry and condensed milk and cream um in a popsicle mold and then when it's out you would drizzle like dark chocolate melted yeah. dark chocolate on it so it has like that hard shell on it so good i love that yeah yes. so excited i'm gonna share the recipe online thanks for joining us for this episode of the popsicle if you're watching on youtube go ahead and comment below of what you think about blackpink the album and if you're listening to us on the podcast make sure you leave us a rating or review tell me what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear more in the future Allie, thank you so much for joining me on this inaugural popsicle episode thank you for having me this is rj and i'll catch you on the next one bye